Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. The my Weekly name, Regular. <laughs> my name is Asan. And I am Brandon. Brandon, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, the huge. How about you? The huge. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, did you do anything fun this week? Uh, I went to San Diego. That was cool. Oh, yeah? Well, I was in San Diego not too long ago, DJing a wedding. Yeah, and I was in Malibu. Did you go to Malibu this week? I didn't go to Malibu this week. Come on, man. Uh, I didn't know that's how we were operating. So we I, each week we go to the place that the other person went to the week before. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, can you try to like map out the next four weeks so that you you go to the places that I need to go? <laughs> yeah. Do you need to go to my mother in law's house? I don't need to go there. Okay. Well, you're gonna kind of have to go oh, there man. soon. So. Oh man. Well, how was San Diego? What'd you go down there for? Uh, my parents live down there. Um, mm. I are always they, are they retired? They're not retired. Okay. They're they're super not retired. Um, are they from San Diego? The inverse of it, of retired. Um, no, they're not. Uh, I always feel like I need to tell people like I'm not from San Diego. Yeah, um, it's probably best that you do that. <laughs> uh, I did not grow up there at all. They moved there after I was in college. Um, Why? Just to be closer to you? For my dad's uh, job, he got a job down there. Was he? Was he do? Um, he works at SeaWorld? At the yeah, SeaWorld, yeah. <laughs> what does uh, he do? Uh, well, at the time, it was insurance stuff. Uh, but what does that mean? That sounds uh, sketchy. He he like was a I don't really a con know. artist. Yeah, no. Was he, he was in like a, a multi level marketing thing? No, no. <laughs> he worked for a he worked for a company. I think it was called Primerica, <laughs> Primera Corp. Um, yeah, anything with corp in the last name that's not a legit. <laughs> so what did he business. do? What was insurance stuff? It, he was like a, a president. Broker? No, he was like a president of. Uh, why do white people hate talking about like their anything related to their finances? No, I just have no idea because I'm not like in the business world at all. But he, he's your parent. Like you, you'd think you'd know. Yeah, he's the, told me before. You'd know the ins and outs of it. He his, was like vice. He, he told you I do insurance stuff. Now stop asking me. He <laughs> was like vice president of underwriting or something. But he's not there anymore. He doesn't. He doesn't do insurance anymore. Okay, what does he do now? Uh, does he Does he work now? He does. Uh, this is why I said they're the inverse of retired. Do they start a business? Uh, no. They. Uh, my dad lost his job. Uh, they lost their house. They lost a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. uh, and my mom works uh, for a food company, like food distribution company. Mm -hmm. And my dad works at a uh, like floor and furniture store. Okay. It's nothing wrong with that. Well, no. Uh, but it's just not... Uh, not retired and not at all what they what he was doing previously i don't think i'll ever retire no i think that's kind of out of the cards yeah i don't think anybody like anybody retires anymore right like it's 2019 you gotta stay on your hustle man there's no time to retire well yeah like well i think i think people are gonna stop retiring and i don't think it's necessarily because people are just gonna like keep doing like jobs they hate forever but i think like jobs are going to become like what we tend to think of as jobs now are going to like change yeah and well they already are they yeah. are changing so like people are going to be people are going to be it's funny like like doing what you want to do for a living is going to become more of a popular option because those jobs tend to be like jobs that require human beings to do them mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like yeah, I think there's going to be more of that. And if people enjoy what they're doing, like they won't ever have a reason to really stop doing that because it'll be part of like who they are, you know, right. like I'll still, you know, I'll still do a podcast when I'm 80. Why not? 
Uh, is this your only job right now? It's my only job. Leaving off that podcast money. Wow. (laughs) No, it's definitely not my only job. We've talked about my job. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I did that for comedic effect. Oh, uh, because I'm sorry. I couldn't tell. (laughs) I'm a really good actor. Uh, yeah. So, um, so your parents live in San Diego, and they just moved there because that's where his job took him at the time. Yes, and then gotcha. he lost his job, uh, and but they loved the area, and so they stayed down there. Mm-hmm. All right, and went to the beach. It was really cool, uh, really nice, and relaxing, and good to let the the kid run around at the mm-hmm. beach, especially with uh, the grandparents, and you can just kind of hang out. What a part of bit. San Diego are they in? Uh, they're like inland and north. So like, like north, like Vista, San Marcos area. Uh, do you know where Poway is? Kind of. It's that. That's oh, the city. Okay. Don't look them up though. Don't do not. Well, their last name is Shaw. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. You don't know that. I do know that. This is a, this is a pen name for the podcast, an audio name. It's a surname. Surname. It's yeah. not your Christian name. Correct. <laughs> do you, never mind. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I know what you were gonna say. No, it's it's fine. Um, what what was I gonna say? Okay, so you went and visited your parents this week. Did you do anything else? Uh, oh, I had a gig, um, a wedding thing. Uh, this was the cool part is we showed up and they're like, okay, cool. This is like beautiful, um, gigantic like covered area. It's outside in these like outdoor gardens. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful what city. Is this? Uh, this is in La Crescenta. This is uh, Descanso oh, okay. Gardens. Uh, okay. It's these like gorgeous flowers and trees and all this stuff. And there's this big covered area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have all these tables set up. And it's because it's hot out uh, and very sunny. And mm-hmm. so they're like, okay, this is the the area. It's over here. It's over here. Um, these, these are all the tables, etc. And then they show us the dance floor, which is right at the edge of um, the covered area. And they're like, so the band, you guys will just set up right here in the dirt. Uh, <laughs> which is also directly in the heat. Uh, and I was like, yeah, we're, we're like, we can't put equipment in the dirt because we have a lot of equipment. Uh, and fortunately, they did get us like AstroTurf kind of thing. Um, mm. But yeah. Uh, and then that was, it was fine. It was a bunch of rich white people. Was it a wedding? It was a wedding, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, what did I do this week? I was just going to ask you the same question. Well, I asked myself, so I don't need you. Um, what did I do? I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't do much, man. I watched uh, uh, a presidential, potential presidential candidate, Andrew Yang, did a town hall on CNN. That was pretty interesting. Oh, did you talk about him before? Maybe. He's a universal basic income guy. That's what it is. That's why I know that name. Yeah. And so is was, that his big thing? Universal basic income? Mm-hmm. He calls it the freedom dividend. Oh, that's how you get like the conservatives mono- like on monopoly. board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he did a town hall. I think all the Democratic potential candidates did a town hall on CNN, but I only watched his like time slot because I was particularly interested to see like his views on like other stuff besides like robots and basic income stuff like that. So it was good. Uh, cool. He's an interesting guy. You think it will for him? I don't know. If The Rock uh, doesn't <laughs> announce a run, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think the rock, I think it's too late to try to jump into the race now, especially there's like 40 democratic candidates. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm exhausted right, here again. We go, here we go. Like, it feels like we just finished. Finished what? 
the the Trump election. No, that feels forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That feels. But that was a ago. long. It was like a two year thing, mm-hmm. and now we're talking about twenty. 20- 20 but the election is in november of 2020 so essentially two years from now uh, it's gonna be a long two years yeah you think we'll be still be but talking at least about we don't have to watch a bunch of like <laughs> republicans <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it'll be it'll be finding the best of uh, democratic candidate of what they are offering yeah um and there won't be as much mudslinging because or at least until we get to the uh the open debates where they all have to debate trump but um do they do that for uh uh like a re-election of a president do they do, do debates yeah for sure they do yeah so like obama did that with mitt romney i'm pretty sure we I'm, just don't remember because it was so civilized right and also nobody <laughs> cared about measured. politics then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh gosh yeah um, no one was shouting and calling each other names, <laughs> calling each other crooked and stupid <laughs> on stage. <laughs> right. Much more civilized time. Oh, man. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Again, not a politics podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I didn't do much this week. Uh, let's get into some headlines, shall we? Let's get oh, into it. Oh, you know it. what? I did do. I'll share. I saw, um, I saw Shazam the week before. We talked about that. Yep. But I saw Hellboy this week. How was it? It was uh, better than I thought it would be. It was enjoyable. It was very dark and violent. No, dark's not the right word because it wasn't dark. Because the subject matter was it, the movie itself is like the tone of it is very like goofy and kind of jovial. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was very violent. Um, uh, is Hellboy from a specific uh, like DC or Marvel? Hellboy. Or I don't. I think Hellboy is a Dark Horse comic. I don't. I don't think it's Marvel or DC. I mm. think it's its own. It's like a. It's it, it's one of the like. It's, it's an companies. indie comic. Yeah, essentially. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I think it's like a Dark Horse comic or something like that. But, hmm. um, yeah, it's good. It's about like a guy who's like a half demon, half human guy, and he like fights monsters. <laughs> who's also stuff. just a regular kid. <laughs> no, he's definitely not. And he's a grown man. They call him Hellboy because he was discovered when he was a child. But he's a grown oh. man. He's played by and now. He's played by Derek Harbor from uh, Stranger Things. Derek Harbor, who's that in the, Stranger Things? The only adult male in Stranger Things. Oh, the the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so they found him when he was a boy, and his name was Hellboy. But they didn't feel like they don't call him Hellman. That's what I wanted. No. It would you, would there be confusion with the the condiment company? Hellman. Yeah, Hellman's Hel- Mayo. Hellman's, Hellman's best or whatever yeah. it's called. I don't know, maybe. You big mayonnaise guy? I'm a big mayonnaise guy, yeah. <laughs> uh, One thing you need to know about me. Me and mayonnaise. Go way back? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it was good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, I saw that. Oh, I, I also saw uh, that Aretha Franklin documentary. Oh, what was it on? Or is it on like, it a streaming in theaters. thing? In theaters, okay. Yeah, it was, uh, she did... Um, in the 70s, she did a recording like of like all the gospel songs she grew up singing at like a church in L.A., here in L.A. And mm. um, the footage, like there was a lot of, uh, I, I don't know if there was controversy, but there, for some reason there was a lot of things that went wrong. And so it was never aired. It was supposed to air on like, oh. you know, NBC or something. And it never aired. It was like this hour long special. She recorded an album and the album only ended up being like seven or eight songs because a lot of the recordings were lost. Hmm. And so Spike Lee... And his production company um, 
put the footage together like what they had and i cut it together and like remastered all the music and released it and it was really good it's really powerful it's good stuff mick jagger was there like in the crowd just hanging out (laughs) with like because it it, like they wanted it to be like church so it was like it was at this small black church in la and there's just a bunch of like black people who were there for church service and then mick jagger (laughs) 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 just loving it That's cool. Yeah, it was good. It was nice. a good documentary. It was it was really short too. It was only like forty five minutes or like Perfect. an hour or something like that. Yeah, it was good. You feel like you were gypped though because you paid like thirteen fifty for a forty five. Um, actually, minute... a friend of mine paid for the ticket, so I don't feel gypped at all. Nice. I feel like yeah, I got it for free. So yeah, shout out to uh, Eric for for hooking that up. Nice. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, shout out to Eric getting a shout out in early. Wow. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, that's all I did this week. Nothing. Nothing too fun. Sweet. Sweet. Um, not a fun week. I tried cauliflower pizza crust. Not great. Mm, how did you try it? Like uh, at a restaurant? They sell or? like a frozen. Oh, yeah. they're fi- It's just like, it's like a crispy cracker. It's gross. And then you bite into it and it tastes like cauliflower. I, I don't, I don't think it tastes like, well, cause cauliflower is not like a really strong taste. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like bread. Like it tastes like, well, yeah, it tastes like vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. The only like vegetable version of like a real food that is actually good is like zucchini noodles. Those we've, are good. we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, because oh, okay. I feel like zucchini noodles. If you're gonna go for fake vegetable noodles, uh, speaking as someone who eats a fair amount of vegetables, mm-hmm. um, you should go for spaghetti squash. That's good. It just takes a lot of work. Uh, it did like you just throw it in the oven, roast it, and then like. Scrape it with yeah, a fork. Yeah, but I can buy zucchini noodles. <laughs> Already noodles. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, you can buy them fresh or frozen at the Ralph's, the local Ralph's I go to. Shout out to Ralph's. Hey, um, this is not a shout outs episode. I don't know why you're just trying We're to get your shout outs. We're doing a deep dive in. on shout outs right. this week. <laughs> Speaking of grocery stores, I did go to the grocery store. Um, I went to a pavilions, like a, a pavilions near where we are. Uh-huh. And I believe I saw Jeffrey Tambor there. Really? Now it's not confirmed because I didn't go up and talk to him while he was trying to get his uncrustables or whatever. But um, Jeffrey Tambor was buying uncrustables. No, at but pavilions. I don't know if he was. I was just maybe. I was just using that as a place. You were just so starstruck. Yeah. You don't even remember what he was buying. But I believe it was Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. and I thought it was cool to see him buying, buying his own groceries, buying food. Glad to see he made it out of jail. Um, was he in jail? Uh, that was an arrested development. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. I was trying to think of a transparent joke, but oh. I haven't seen the show, so. Well, it's great to know that you're not supportive. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. So, yeah, Jeffrey uh, Tambor hanging out. A celebrity sighting. Yeah. That's a big deal for you since you primarily deal with C-list celebrities. Yeah, he's, he. I would say he's like a B-list celebrity, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's a B-list celebrity. Well, especially because he got me tooed. Did he? Yeah. Oh With, no. So he got because he got fired from Transparent. Really? Yeah. And what? so then I think they ended the show because he's like the main thing. It's like firing Tom Hanks from Forrest Gump. <laughs> right. You can't really have the show without him. That's so. crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, maybe it's less cool that I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway. Um. That's all I did this week. You want to get into some headlines? Let's get into it. All right. Where do you want to start? Um, I'll tell you where I want to start. All right. Did you see the that's new Star Wars just, trailer? That's what I just asked you. <laughs> did you see the new Star Wars trailer? I did see the new Star Wars trailer. What did you think? 
I'm, I'll tell you what, the trailer is kind of a non-starter. Uh, I thought the trailer was fine. It doesn't show a lot. I like that uh, Billy D. Williams is in it. Hell yeah. Um, other than that, I think the title really bummed me out because if there's one thing that I didn't want this new franchise to be about, it's Luke Skywalker. And when they presented that in the last movie and then seemed to be doubling down on that idea in this movie, I'm just kind of like, man, we don't care. We're done. We're done with the Skywalkers. All right. We're done with the Skywalkers. All right. All right. We're done with the bushes. Nobody okay. is more done with the Skywalkers than me. <laughs> Believe me. We're done. We're done with the Skywalkers. Um, Yeah, I will say I was surprised by the title, too. Surprised in a good way or bad way? In a bad way. Okay. I was like, yeah, because Luke died. Also, and we don't well, care die, about, but, but we don't care about that anymore. Right, like Star it's Wars a whole... was never about like, oh man, I just like have you as a, now I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Um, maybe we should do a deep dive on this, but maybe we should. Like, as a Star Wars fan, have you ever been like, man, they just couldn't have these movies without Luke? No, <laughs> uh, no. It's about it's about the the journey and the ensemble and like the spirit of Star Wars and like the vibe in the world, right? Yeah. So like. For them to be going so hard about Luke as if, like, man, that's what they want. More Luke. It's like, no, man, we don't want that. We want, like, I think the magic of Star Wars, and I think the first movie that J.J. did really captured it. And the magic of Star Wars is, like, in a in a galaxy far, far away in a long time ago or whatever, um, in a vast universe of all these alien creatures and different people and, and and animals and powers and the force and all that like a small group of people can come together do something powerful that sparks a change in the universe or whatever you know mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that's the magic of star wars and they do it in a cool way with jet fighters and stuff like that's the magic of star wars not like oh well who let's find out who's the chosen one and and that who, who cares like the isn't the well, right? am well, I right or wrong? Well, well, you're right and wrong. Uh, Tight. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, there is that for sure. It depends on because, like, the original uh, trilogy is all about Luke. Like, Luke is the main person, but then there's also some overlap because uh, it's like the redemption of Darth Vader. Uh, in it and then when they went to the prequels then you see Anakin and his whole like dip into the dark side and so then there's some overlap with Anakin Skywalker uh, who is then Darth Vader um, and so it's like about the Skywalkers then but I did like when they uh, had the Force Awakens it's then like hey uh, here's some new stuff and I feel like they've kind of because isn't that the whole theme of the force awakens where it's like we're back baby well not not even that but it's like the force awakens in the sense of like the force and like the power of the force and like the and and by the force what they mean honestly is like what's cool about star wars let's just call it that because <laughs> that's what the force is essentially it's like in, in like in like meta movie making terms the force is like the thing that's cool about star wars it's it's everything right so the yeah, force I guess that is that is in the, the meta the sense, big, not within the movie, yes. but like the, in the meta sense, the force is like what the thing that makes Star Wars cool. Yes. So to say that the whole theme of that movie was like the force, or the thing that makes Star Wars cool, is bigger than any one character. 
And so much so that, hey, we're going to give you all these adjacent movies that have nothing to do with the, the Skywalkers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are, are that are going to be just as fun and enjoyable. Not because, oh, Luke may show up. It's not that. It's, well, they're cool because because Star Wars is a cool place to be no matter who you are, or where you're from or what it is. Yeah. And and that's what that movies it hinges upon. And so for them to completely be negating that with these new movies it i thought it was a huge step backwards for the ryan johnson one and it seems like they're doubling down on that and i'm just like man we don't <sighs> i think it <laughs> bums me out to say but that that may be a response to the other spinoff movies they did because they did rogue one and solo which i thought were really good movies and i enjoyed them mm-hmm. uh and they don't have to do with the skywalkers well, i don't think solo was a, a great movie but uh, i thought rogue, I, don't, I, don't, I thought rogue one was good i don't know if it was a great movie but i thought it was fun and han is my character so it's fun to see him like go through stuff do you feel like that guy was han though do like, you feel like he captured it uh, that's a whole other thing uh not no yeah, yes and no okay. uh, again but those movies didn't do especially solo didn't do super well and so they had other movies planned and they've canceled them um because like solo rogue one they like had to reshoot a bunch of stuff and they almost didn't finish it and then same thing with solo they had a bunch of production issues and then it like wasn't super well received and they didn't make a ton of money so i think they are probably going oh you guys do just want to hear Skywalker stuff? No, but see that that's false because I don't I don't well I don't know if it's false, but I don't know because the the Clone Wars are super successful and all that all the like the animated shows and the video games tend to be really successful and those typically have nothing to do with the Star like the main Skywalker. Anakin is in those, but but like not it's not it doesn't hinge on and probably like, the reason why those do really well is because there's a lot of lightsabers in them. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's lightsabers are part of what makes Star yeah. Wars cool. It's like the Force and lightsabers. If you removed, if you, <laughs> if you went in and removed uh, Luke Skywalker digitally from the original trilogy, you'd still have a pretty good movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you went in and removed Tom Hanks out of Forrest Gump, you'd still have a pretty good movie. Does that sentence make any sense? No, it's it's different. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. It, all right, all right. Tell me this: if you removed all the Luke Skywalker stuff from the Last Jedi, you'd have just as good a movie. Uh, it wouldn't suffer from losing. Well, no, because he is now Obi Wan. How? Okay. Well, so how? I feel like I'm speaking to someone but, who doesn't know no, the but full I'm story. Saying, I'm saying these new movies don't need an Obi Wan anymore because we're beyond telling the story of one particular character. Yeah. Like we're not doing like I think I think the original trilogy is what it is and it's a story of Luke Skywalker that that's good it was that's what we needed for the seventies because right. we were being introduced to this world and you need a simple character you can follow and go on a hero's journey and all that yeah now we we have thirty years worth of Star Wars we get it we know what this is l- l- let's do something let's do Different. something else and that's what the Force Awakens promised us but they quickly like Ryan Johnson quickly recanted that and was like. Nah, man, we're going to make this about, uh, we're essentially going to do Luke Skywalker again, but this time she's a girl (laughs) and it's like, dude, we, uh, Lucy Skywalker. Yeah. It's like, we, we get it. Like we, I really hope they don't make her a Skywalker because it's called the rise of Skywalker. No one's a Skywalker. (laughs) Right. I hope Luke is dead. I hope Obi-Wan is dead. I hope everyone from the original trilogy, except for Lando (laughs) is dead. And we just do this new thing and give these new characters something to do. Cause that's my biggest complaint about, 
The Last Jedi is because be, so it that movie if you can enjoy the movie fine whatever but it doesn't to me that movie did, didn't promise didn't fulfill the promise that uh force awakens made to us which is like this is going to be a, a uh what do you call it a franchise about an, a strong ensemble where each character is mm. ha, it grows and has something to do and each character matters so if you were to remove that character it'd be a giant chunk of the movie gone and you'd feel like something is missing Force Awakens, or the last one, The Last Jedi, doesn't do that at all. It makes it solely about Rey and Kylo, uh-huh, uh-huh. and which is, I mean, in and of itself, objectively, if that's the movie you want to make, okay. But then don't, like, try to ham-fist all these other characters because, you know what I mean? Like, it just seemed, every time mm. Finn came on the screen, I'm like, uh, can we just go back to the stuff that the movie obviously cares more about? Right, right. Like, because those characters feel wasted they feel like it feels like a placeholder movie Mm. and so they can't really grow or like become go on like a rising action (laughs) or falling action because like the movie's not invested in them really yeah like it's like they're just there because well you need something else to cut to so we can break up the the kylo ren and uh the ray stuff you know so and even that stuff is given short shrift in my opinion to sum it up you are super excited about the new star wars movie uh rise of skywalker yeah <laughs> no if um, it was called if it was called star wars the skywalkers are out of here completely i would be stoked about it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i feel like we're talking a lot about star wars we should just do a deep let's dive. just do a deep dive all right, we'll do that we'll, we'll give you guys we'll a deep dive and next week or something um yeah uh oh what else you got you got uh, oh, some, some other headline yeah well first of all uh, you know what I miss? I think they should bring back more uh, Galactic Senate hearings. <laughs> That's what we need. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, Tiger Woods. Speaking of uh, things from a long time ago coming back, Tiger Woods. Uh, oh yeah, won. I don't know whatever the the big golf thing is, the Masters or whatever. Yeah, he he won golf. He won, he won it. He won golf for this year. Yeah, and it's a huge deal because Tiger Woods. I mean, people are calling it the biggest comeback in sports history. Mm. Like a guy who was like rock bottom and hadn't won a championship in like ten years. Oh he really? Came, yeah. Oh, I didn't he hadn't know won a championship long. in like ten years, huh. and he came back and and won this. And do you know that now he's getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> From one adulterer to another. <laughs> <laughs> he's essentially giving him best adulterer award <laughs> hey nice job bro <laughs> look man i was an adulterer who became president you're an adulterer who won masters tournament <laughs> who won golf congrats yeah, yeah. philanderer of the year <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah tiger woods is the man again i thought that was cool uh he's the mannequin he's yes he's starring in mannequin three. Oh, uh a guy goes into a big five Sees a Tiger Woods mannequin. He's like, man, if I could, if I could, if I could just get one golf lesson from Tiger Woods, I could, I could save my marriage. And then, wow. and then lightning strikes a store. The Tiger Woods mannequin comes to life, and he tells him, "Hey, man, golf is golf, schmolf. If you really want to save your marriage, don't try to save your marriage. Get out of your marriage. Go, go have sex with that chick over there." <laughs> That's his advice. All right. Uh, so Tiger, Woods, I haven't seen that trailer. That I'll have to look that yeah, it up. That looks great. exciting. Um, it's called uh, it's called Mannequin Three: Rise of Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did you see Coachella? Did you go to Coachella? I um, yeah, I went to Coachella. <laughs> I just forgot to mention it at the top. Oh yeah. man, you buried the lead there. Yeah. 
No, you it did. was great. I don't remember anything. I was uh, stoned the whole time. Uh-huh. So yeah, nice. Uh, I did not go to Coachella, but I watched some of the performances on the live stream, which um, is really cool that they do that. Yeah, do they do the whole thing? Uh, for the most part, they do. That's like, cool. there's more stages. They do. They so there's like three stages. There's three live stream channels. But there's like nine stages, <laughs> so I don't know. Right. I don't know how many of the stages get aired, but um, there's at least three streaming channels. They always stream the main stage, um, but as far as the other two, it may be like a compilation of like different stages. Hmm. I don't know, but um, I saw that's a, fi- a that's a bummer to have to go like perform at the same time as you're on like stage nine at the same time that <laughs> Childish Gambino's going. Yeah. Um, well, I think some of the smaller stages probably end before the headliners. I oh, okay, imagine. I hope. Yeah, because but, but if you're like a if you're like a C list like artist like if not C list but if you're like a not if you're not a headliner and you you play at you know eight thirty and someone else that you really enjoy is playing another stage at eight thirty that's kind of a bummer yeah yeah um, but I don't think there's anyone playing at the same time as Childish Gambino at eleven thirty. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. So I was going to say, I don't think there's like a, there's like a punk band, like playing to six people while Childish Gambino. I don't think that's happening. And then like those fans are the people that are like, I do not want to see Childish Gambino. No way, man. I'll see literally anything else. Yep. Um, but did you watch any other performances? No. I mean, I I went, so I watched them, but you went just because you like camping with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go to, to any of the performances. I just, you know, I love camping. And I love community, and I love, uh, you know, having to go to the bathroom. You love cheetah print clothing. Places. And yeah, yeah. No, I, it's a perfect place for you. Then it's, it's wonderful. It's hot, sticky. Yeah, right I didn't on. shower for a while. No, oh, dude, you can't shower. There's no, no it's part of there. the experience, man. Think how gross it is there. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about. Like, like so at festivals like that, there's like a designated area, like where the porta potties are. Imagine what that area smells Ooh. like at three in the afternoon Ooh. when it's a hundred degrees uh. and they're filled to the brim. Okay, we don't have to like go all the <laughs> no, way let's, into let's it. No, let's do it. Mm. <laughs> let's do a porta potty deep dive. <laughs> oh, uh, no, I didn't watch any of the live streams. Um, gotcha. Did you watch any live streams? I did. I watched like, a few of them. I watched uh, Janelle Monet. Uh, she was on at the same time as uh, as Diplo, so I was kind of flipping back and forth. Uh, Diplo was really good. Janelle Monae was really good. I watched Childish Gambino. I watched a little bit of LMA. Um, Childish Gambino. LMA Fayo? Yeah, LMA Fayo, yeah. Okay. LMA. L- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, the you've heard, You may have heard their single, Boot, Boot Up, and I Know It. <laughs> Or, uh, yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, oh, uh, Charles Gambino. Charles Gambino was really good. Hmm. It was like, it was crazy. Like, it was like he was, you know, wearing his now, like, Charles Gambino uniform of, like, you know, slavery pants, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, no shirt. And no shirt. No shirt. Yeah. No, uh, I believe he had shoes on. Um, and his, he, he has like a long, like a long fro now and his beard is huge and yeah. it's kind of like got like a blonde patch in the front. Right. Cause he dyed it a few months ago. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. So he looks crazy, uh, in a good way. Yeah. Um, and then his set was insane. Like it was, 
it was like an hour and a half long it seemed uh and it was just like and it was just like a non-stop barrage of just like afro-punk vibes just like drums and just him like kind of wailing and it was good it was really good it felt like it reminded me of the rave scene from the matrix reloaded oh after after they like repel the forces of the machines or whatever and morpheus is like these machines or whatever he says and that's pretty good they all dance machines (laughs) that's pretty good yeah so I Uh, i haven't worked on my morpheus yet but well now's the time to workshop it yeah um that's cool yeah it was good he like jumped down into the crowd and was like walking around and like smoking weed with people and stuff it was pretty cool nice yeah um cool are you excited well by the time this episode airs uh it will have already happened the second weekend yes of coachella i thought it was crazy that they do two weekends i didn't i didn't know that they do that um like coachella part two because they have so many artists nine stages and so many people that want to go two weekends yeah yeah why not make and live streams yeah why not make double the money yeah and and t-mobile is like their sponsor for the live streams Hmm. so i'm sure t-mobile paid them a boatload of money to do that it's crazy um but are you excited for weekend two is it the the same exact lineup right no it's a different lineup is it really yeah well because there's the big one that i'm hinting at that you're not picking up right now well no i get what you're saying but like so childish gambino like so none of those artists are performing again no oh like that's it i didn't know that But there's the big one performing on sunday uh ariana grande no oh she performed this last weekend (laughs) uh yes kanye west is performing for uh at sunrise At sunrise? Yeah, I think it's at like five thirty. Ugh, that's on, on that's terrible. Yeah, are the like the live stream? Is it available to just watch after, or do you have to watch it live? You have to watch it live. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, Coachella sometimes puts up like some of the performances like after the fact, but I doubt that that will be one that they do like legally, legitimately put up. Yeah, because they, I think they want you to watch the live stream. Um, at 5 30 in the morning advertising purposes. who is yeah. performing the night well, we're gonna have to look this up who's performing the night before because that could be a terrible idea i don't know <sighs> and it's easter sunday you know yeah they should do like an easter egg a big coachella easter egg hunt <laughs> inside the easter egg is like molly <laughs> yeah molly yeah <laughs> yeah that'd be tight uh oh. but yeah i'm ex- i am super excited to watch that um it's going to be it's going to be crazy to watch um one of the biggest hip hop artists in the world sing a bunch of gospel songs in front of like 100,000 people <laughs> on like one of the biggest stages in the country. I think that it's going to be crazy. Yeah, and it'll be interesting cuz it's been only clips so far of the Sunday service yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all like what the whole thing is. Yeah. yeah. Beginning in. I think it's crazy. I think it's cool. Yeah. I wonder how much they're paying him. Probably a lot of money. Um yeah, that T-Mobile money. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Well, uh, Coachella Part Two. You gonna are you gonna live stream the Kanye thing? Yeah, for sure. So you're gonna get up at five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Come on, man. Jesus rose. You gotta get up. Yeah, not that early. He didn't. He didn't. He got up at like nine thirty ish. Ish. Yeah. That's generous. He at the at the at the Last Supper. Jesus was like passing around the bread and the wine. He's like, all right, now look, guys. Uh, don't fear not, you know, they can destroy this temple, but in three days I'm going to raise it up. 
but but don't get there at 5 30 <laughs> please you, you peter you like to get up super early and we're not all knock hey, it man, off dude we're not all morning people all right i'll he's like judas i'll give you 30 pieces of silver to to snooze a few times all right we're not we're not doing it at 5 30 all right are you, um, are you doing a stand-up uh, stand yeah, church I'm working, tour? Yeah, I'm working the, the church circuit this summer, so I'm just workshopping some of my material here. Nice. All right. Well, let yeah. us know in the in the Instagram comments. Hey, have you heard of that... Uh have you heard of that? Uh, have you heard of that chain of uh, coffee restaurants that uh, is opening in uh, either from Israel? Uh, why no, I haven't. They're called uh, Hebrews. Oh, I thought you were going to go for Sacred Grounds. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Or Holy Grounds. Holy Grounds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting a. Um, I'm starting a. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting a like a daily devotional that is also uh, includes a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of uh, each each devotional comes with a little um, a little dose of marijuana. It's oh, called wow. uh, "Messages from the Burning Bush." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how uh, like mainstream appeal, how much mainstream appeal it's going to have, but that's cool. Well, you're... To to main the mainstream weed smokers or the mainstream Christians? Both. I think there's a lot more overlap there than you're giving credit for. Uh, hmm. I, mm, uh, I don't know. You're right. Christians are more prone to coke. <laughs> uh, from what I've seen, to, for an open devotional, yeah, with, an opioid devotional. An op- <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's end it right there. <laughs> uh, did you see uh, Laura Ingram laughing at Nipsey Hussle? on fox news no yeah there was a so this is kind of going viral right now there's a lady on fox news named laura ingram um who was reporting about the nipsey hustle uh memorial Mm -hmm. um and she said uh she said something like some quick she basically she was meant to lead into a clip and they played because nipsey hustle was featured on a yg song Mm -hmm. that's called f donald trump okay and of course that's what fox news of course right wanted to highlight so um they were like she said you know not even one of his own songs right. something he was featured so she's reporting she says rapper nipsey hustle uh was gunned down blah 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 blah, blah. memorial service uh, uh the rapper known for such songs is f donald trump and then blah blah blah. And she plays the clip uh and it's not even a, a nipsey hustle song it's a yg song right and and in the clip that they show it's the chorus and the chorus is all YG. Nipsey Hussle's not even in the clip that they showed. <laughs> and so they come back and she's uh, talking about how like they're going to have a memorial service for the rapper after they play that clip. And she's like giggling and kind of laughing through the whole thing. And the internet is very upset. And rightfully so. Rightfully so, so yeah. You know, Yikes. various rappers and people from the music scene have been like criticizing and just people her. with hearts. Yeah, just you know, people with souls and just kind of people who just care about right and wrong mm, and mm, those mm-hmm. types of people. People with some kind of sense and some kind of moral fabric mm, to them mm-hmm. who think it's tragic when people are killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, small percentage of people. Yeah, a small, a, a vocal minority of people are are <laughs> upset with her. Um, no, Justin Bieber like was mad at her this morning. So, yeah, she's. We'll see. We'll see what Fox uh, ends up doing. It'll be interesting. Uh, my guess is nothing, <laughs> but but we'll see. We'll see if they're compelled to. There's uh, just so many things now 
that are like crazy and there's so many things to get mad at and there's no time to be like mad at everything yeah because then there's is like that a challenge because <laughs> <laughs> man i'm mad about a lot of things just because like you know you're mad about this and then tomorrow there's going to be another thing you're like you get what yeah man it's just crazy it's just all anger all the uh, yeah, time. Yeah, should should that should we talk about uh, Notre Dame? Let's now? get into it. Uh, so the the cathedral at Notre Dame uh, caught fire uh, this week, and a significant portion of it was destroyed. Yeah, like the top spire, yeah, like the main foundation is has been saved, I guess. And um, they 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 say it happened naturally. They don't know how it happened. Whatever. Um, the very next day of the fire, um, donations started to pour in. And by the end of the week, they reached a billion dollars in donations. A billion dollars? A billion dollars in donations. <sighs> by, by the second day, I believe, of donations, they had over 700 million in two days. And by the end of the week, it's, it's, it's over a billion now. <sighs> With the United States, uh, the White House itself, uh, I think they, they promised to give $5 million, $5 million or something like that. Right. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy. I know the entire country of Haiti is like just bummed right now. <laughs> right. Uh, I was reading that um, Haiti, uh, Haiti was one of the biggest and most um, uh, successful, quote unquote, or lucrative is a better word. Haiti was one of the biggest and most lucrative uh, French um, colonies hmm. um, originally. Interesting. And the Haitian people, who are black people, um, that's why a lot of Haitian people have French names and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, the Haitian people, when they uh, finally, they, they, there was a revolution. There was like a Haitian revolution, I believe in like the 17 or 1800s, and where they killed a lot of people and were basically saying, we, we're not, basically it's what we did <laughs> in America right, where we were right. like, screw you, England. They did that to France. And when they finally were quote unquote granted their independence as a sovereign nation in order to gain that they had to pay reparations to France for all of for like the the property and money that France lost in their revolution oh and, my and they they didn't so that happened in the 1800s they had to pay something like I think it was like 50 it was something like <laughs> it was 700 million dollars <laughs> and by the end of the week it was a billion <laughs> yeah no it was some number that i think was just over a billion dollars in today's money so back then i think it was like 50 million dollars or something oh, like that gosh. they had these poor haitians who had been living in subjugation under french rule had to pay back like something like 50 billion dollars uh or 50 million dollars like over a billion dollars our money and um they didn't stop that happened in like the 1800s they didn't stop they didn't finally pay that off until like 1947 and they were officially declared a sovereign nation wow so for so for, another thing you did this week was uh catch up on the, on my my the, haitian uh history geopolitics yeah. um yeah man it's crazy that's so that, that crazy so then you know some church <laughs> some church burns down in france and uh they turn around and and come up with a billion dollars in three days essentially is is crazy while while and the irony of it is is like the biggest french colony that there ever was is now is living in generational poverty uh because of what they what france made them pay back in order for them to just be considered free normal people <laughs> and so now there's generational poverty in haiti so many refugees come from haiti uh 
a lot of kids that are adopted come from Haiti because there's just generational poverty. There's they had to give up generation, not just like, oh, man, I guess I got to pay one hundred dollars to get my my tags on my car. No, they had to give up generations worth of wealth right. in order to be just considered a sovereign nation. And now France burns down a church and there's a billion dollars in two days. It's just, it's just crazy. That is crazy. And they're not giving any money back to Haiti to like strengthen the the economy that they destroyed. Yeah. To, to repair the social fa- fabric that they destroyed. It's 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 pretty wild. The thing is, too, because Notre Dame, like, it's a Catholic cathedral, so they're part of the Catholic Church. And up until now, the Catholic Church hasn't done anything problematic or hasn't hasn't had their priorities in the wrong place at all. So this oh. is just really weird. <laughs> up until, like, the last few months, a couple things have come out. But other than that... Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Uh, but, like, the Catholic Church is fine financially. Like yeah. They, they can cover it. And they're worth $30 billion or something like that. And like they Notre- can rebuild a building. Right. And Notre Dame, like, it's a it's a historic place, and it's, like, a significant place. Cool. Mm-hmm. But also, the, the other thing that I saw was uh, Flint. Um, people were like, hey, that's cool. Um, Notre Dame has, like, at the time that I had read it, it was, like, three or four hundred million. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it, it would only take fifty-five million uh, to fix all of Flint and their, their water issues, which have been going on for, like, five years. Yeah. And here's the problem with, with, with institutionalized religion as we know it being uh, – because you always hear this from particularly conservative people who are like – well, see, uh, they'll po- so what conservative people do will point to Notre Dame and be like, see, we don't need government programs or or anything like that. If we just if we just uh we if we just lean our on our on our religious fabric to uh as as our main driver to to no, I'm sorry, it doesn't scale. Uh, right. Because, a- ask Haiti. Yeah, ask Haiti how the the religious altruism of the Catholic Church uh, in France is uh, is driving people to uh, to give back. It just doesn't scale, man. It's churches are great for the local community. Churches do a lot for their local community. It's great to invest in church to see them do good in the community that you live in, but it just doesn't scale because at the largest scale of it. I mean, the Catholic Church's answer is going to be, well, these are Catholic people wanting to see a Catholic building rebuilt. So I guess the uh, the implication is, hey, man, if Flint wants water, they better start going to mass. Right. <laughs> Which is crazy because we live in a country with religious freedom. So you shouldn't have to be considered valuable by uh, any religious organization for like them to be willing to invest in you. So religious altruism in terms of money just doesn't scale, man. It's got to be. It's got to be something greater than that. It yeah. can't just be, well, you worship God how I worship him, right? All right, now you can drink clean water. <laughs> right. It's crazy, man. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway, uh, the White House offered some sum of money to mm-hmm. Notre Dame, and then people were like, hey, Flint, or hey, Puerto Rico. <laughs> or hey, the, the millions of kids who, go, who have $100,000 in college debt. <laughs> yeah, or like... Hey, literally anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then <laughs> Flint did get the rest. It was the $55 million, uh in federal funding. Uh, so, yeah, that oh. that's that's all it took was uh, Notre Dame burning to the ground uh, for people to go, hey, actually, hmm. Because if the Catholic Church in France doesn't have their big shiny building, then what else will be you know the shining light on the hill that represents 
their hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of years of of good work in their community and and institutionalized child predatory behavior. <laughs> you know what else? What that else was... will be the? What else will be the? Uh, <laughs> their line in the sand. Like, come on, man. Uh, you know what else I thought was funny about Notre Dame uh, was everyone posting their vacation pics from like oh, oh. That, that's the worst part <laughs> and i man i saw so many people on my timeline like man the worst one is i saw a picture and i, and I won't see the i won't say the person's name but, but they, they're definitely they, listening to they're this podcast. definitely listening to this podcast and if they're not someone that knows them is definitely <laughs> listening to this podcast and they should be they should be ashamed of themselves. The the I, it, there was a picture of them in front of Notre Dame, and uh, the caption was, "Man, you never really know what you got till it's gone." <laughs> and I was like, I face palmed myself so hard that like I can still taste like yeah, you my, have an, my hand my hand sweat. You have an indent in your forehead, yeah, actually. Like still, yeah, it's crazy. No, it's 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 gross though. Yeah, it's very gross. Uh, Do you think in like a hundred years from now, like the the three thousand people who have made it off Earth and are colonizing Mars because Earth is just like been consumed by the <laughs> by the greenhouse gases and, and stuff? Like, do you think they'll be like posting their selfies from Earth? Like, man, never really know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. I was gonna go into. Um, I was gonna start singing the Counting Crows song featuring Vanessa Carlton. I don't. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I figured you wouldn't. I know Vanessa uh, Carlton. Uh, a thousand miles. Say say that you never know what you got till it's gone. You never know what you got till it's gone. Ooh, bop, bop, bop. That, that's See, the when song. I hear the words you, "you don't know what you got till it's gone," I think of Kanye West. Oh. He that, says, "Uh, they, they, uh, you don't really know what you got till it's gone. I don't. Uh, I know what from? I got. I don't know what y'all on. I oh, think it's Roses yeah. or one of those songs. Mm, mm-hmm. One of those songs off late registration. No, it's no. I think it's the song Gone. We still get right on Chrome. The song with Cameron. Yeah. Knock knock. Who's there? Killer Cam. Killer who? Hustler grinder provider gorilla two. My chinchilla blue. Yeah." Cameron is crazy and raps like no one raps like Cameron and it's it's really entertaining. You should listen to more Cameron. I think you'd be, um, you'd be I, the only person. other Cameron song I know is Hey Ma. It's a good song. Yeah. You don't know Oh Boy? Oh Boy. No. Boom, doo-doo, boom, doo-doo. Come on, man. Sorry. I only got that one for when I uh, do Bay Area weddings. <laughs> you know Cameron is time. not from the Bay Area, right? Where's he from? Cameron is from New York. Really? Yeah, because they like super love it. Really, and they request it every Who's time. Who's they? The Bay Area people. <laughs> All right. Uh, they, as in DJ Khaled, they. Okay. Who, by the way, is going to be on SNL in a couple weeks? Who they? We should <laughs> they. stay away from that episode. DJ Khaled's going to be on SNL. Yeah. Is he hosting? No. Oh, he's a musical. No. <laughs> no. That would be oh, great. God. Can you imagine DJ Khaled's opening monologue? Oh man. It's like you're kind of vaguely inspired, but you're not really sure why. You're like, I don't think he's really saying much. SNL! (laughs) How we feeling, SNL? Like, that's his monologue? Yeah. He's like, listen, 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 listen. 
SNL, listen to me when I tell you, don't ever stop. Never stop. Stay away from they. Stay away from they. It's going to be people that tell you, you can't do a sketch. You can't do a sketch with with Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> and Carmen Sandiego in the same sketch. SNL, I believe in you. I see you shining. The sun is shining on me. All praise to the most high. <laughs> And the final line he says before, like, going to the commercial break, he's like, they don't want me to host an SNL, so I'm a host SNL. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I hope he's in the cold open sketch and he's just like, they don't want, they don't want it to be live from Saturday night. So it's live from Saturday. <laughs> and then, uh. When they're like, uh, you know, they, they'll say like, oh, we're so excited. Beck is here or whatever. Like the thing. Like, we're so excited. Jay-Z is here. Chance the Rapper is here. Ludacris is here. And it's just like everyone he's ever worked with. Yeah. That's funny. What was the one, uh, the song that was like Justin Bieber was on it. Chance the Rapper was There's on it. There's two of those. But there, there was like four features. Uh, it's a no-brainer. That's with you. Oh, I'm thinking of I'm the One. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's the same group. It's him, it's Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and uh, Cameron, I think. <laughs> Definitely not Cameron. <laughs> Cameron, uh, the famous rapper from Oakland. <laughs> no, Cam- Cameron's from Harlem, I believe. Oh. In New York, yeah. All right. Or maybe he's from Long Island. I don't know. One of those, one of them. Yeah, um, yeah. East Coast geography mm-hmm. is vague. This isn't us. the Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, do you, he, I know you don't follow football. Do you know who Russell Wilson is? Um, you no. should know who Russell Wilson it, is. It, did he play? Who, what team did he's he play? He's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, yeah. So that, I know that. And he's you also know who I confuse to, him with? He's married to Sierra, the singer. Oh, Sierra. Okay. Um, what's the guy? Uh, ah, uh, uh, Rev Run's brother. What's his name? Russell Simmons. I confuse Russell Simmons and Russell Wilson. Oh man, they they look exactly so like. Every time I read Russell Wilson, uh, you think I have uh, no idea what he looks like. You think the owner of Fat Farm is yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I You're have like, no idea what hey, he looks like. Did you know that the owner of Fat Farm got three touchdowns last night? You're crazy. <laughs> but it's football. Um, no, Russell Wilson is yes. a professional football player. He's the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. He just signed a new contract, with? and he is now officially the with the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. He's now officially the highest paid player in football. Really? He got a contract. His contract is, let me pull it up. I have the numbers here. Uh, it's a four-year contract. Cool. Which is about what you'd expect as lengthwise for a quarterback at his age. It's a four-year contract worth $140 million. So that's cool. like cool. $35 million a year. Cool. Neat. Um. With a wait for it, sixty-five million dollars signing bonus. What? So when he signed his contract, he opened his Bank of America app. <laughs> was and, like, whoa! And there was sixty-five million dollars in his account. That is wild. I don't know how much of that four-year contract is guaranteed, but he, isn't that what a contract is? No, for? it's it's not guaranteed because. Uh, every contract in, in a professional sport, or at least in football, there's a uh, and basketball, there's like a guaranteed amount, so that even if like you don't play, because he could he could go hurt out, himself. He can go out and hurt himself. Yeah. Be, God forbid, become paralyzed or something like that, and not be able to play ever again. But there's a guaranteed amount he will get. Okay. Um, 
it, it's kind of a protection for the team um, and the player. Uh, like, hey, man, if you can't go out and fulfill your contract, you'll you won't get all the money, but you'll get a certain percentage. Oh, of gotcha. It. Okay. Um, so I don't know how much of that 140 million is guaranteed, but if he plays all four years, he'll get 140 million dollars plus the 65 million. So 200 million dollars. Yeah. 205. He's, he's the highest played player, player in football. It's crazy. That is a lot of money. So the, uh, 140 million, yes, is a lot of money. It's a lot of money over a short period of time. Because usually if, if a it player is, is yeah. getting like $100 million, it's over like a five, six, seven-year deal. He's getting paid $140 million over the next four years. <laughs> right. That's like uh, a high school And his signing career. bonus is enough money to ne- for his grandchildren to never have to work. Right. And that's just he his could, signing bonus. Right. He could <laughs> hurt himself first game be out and he's fine he could decide you know what i don't need my contract just give me the signing bonus we're good <laughs> we'll call it even <laughs> actually you know what i'm good crazy but good wow. for him man that's crazy um did you see our boy Lil nas x is breaking records yep um he broke the one week streaming record yeah uh he beat it, out drake yeah right? it streamed 143 million times old town road that's crazy. Uh, he he stream he got more streams than Russell Wilson did in dollars for, for four, four years, years. Yep. and he did it in like a week. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy? Apples and oranges. So, what's even crazier than the what's even crazier than the Lil Nas X stat is I clicked the article that that was posted from, and I looked at the list of like the one week streaming records, and Drake is on there twice. <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is crazy. He's on there for uh, in my feelings, and I think the other one was. Um, Oh man, I don't even remember. But I know Drake was on there twice, hmm. and I was like, "That's nuts." Dang. So yeah, the music industry is still alive. Is uh, is the Old Town Road? Is it the regular one or the remix? The that's, original. Okay. Oh, so the remix is is fine, but that's not the th- and the, the remix hasn't been out as boost. long. Okay. Either so. I'm gonna take Interesting. my horse to the hotel. It's st- you know what? It's still a good song. We're two, that, two weeks you know later, that's and it's still enjoyable. Good for him, too, because he doesn't have to pay Billy Ray Cyrus. Those, <laughs> that's streaming money. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure Billy Ray Cyrus uh, worked, negotiated a very good deal with right. him for that for this, that remix. Um, yeah. This kid, uh, man, he he's going to do very well um, in royalties from this song. Yep. Uh, his, Talk his, about a lot of money in a short period of time. Yeah, I don't know if um, I mean I know he's courting some record deals. I don't know if he's gonna go with anybody, but um, he uh, he will make more money. I don't know if this song is gonna live for a long time, but this year he will make more money than he's ever thought possible. Yeah, because <laughs> that kind of that kind of stre- those streaming numbers are, are gonna translate. Streaming numbers don't always translate well, but, but when you, you have 143 to, million, right. he'll he'll be doing all right. Yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, oh, I was going to say, because we're talking about money and numbers, uh, it was tax uh, week yeah, this last week. Yeah, it was. Did you pay I, your taxes? I did. I mean, I well, technically, I've paid my taxes all year round, so this time I'm just, oh. I'm fi- I did file for my, my tax okay. return, yes, if that's what you you're You pay, asking. like, quarterly? No, I, I pay... Uh, what do you mean? Because you can either pay like at the end of the year, or you can because we're both self-employed. Uh, you can Somewhat, pay yeah. quarterly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess yeah, it's a mix of stuff, but yeah. I I usually end up getting a return 
on on my tax. Do you end up getting a tax return? I have never gotten a tax return. Really? Yes. Even before you were married and had a kid? Yes. That's interesting. I wonder uh, why that because is. Because most of my income is 1099. Oh. As opposed to W-2. So there, there's no taxes taken out. Right. But, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I get... Because I do have one job that I'm technically an employee for. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of those, but they're not significant it's not enough a significant numbers. Yeah. So that one for me is, uh, and so I, I get a small return back. It's nothing like, I'm not going to go out and buy a car, but <laughs> but I get a small return. And I, I like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not married, so like that also helps because it keeps my income lower than it would be if, mm. that's how it works, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, know when you have a kid, it goes lower. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking to save a lot of money on taxes only, have a kid. Oh, I claim like six kids. Oh, I don't, okay, I don't have great, six great, kids, great. but yeah, that's why usually why I get a return. I, I just have to claim six kids, right? I yeah, don't I don't have, have to, to have them. I don't have to show proof that they exist. Yeah, so I do that. Uh, yeah, so I, I haven't gotten my return yet. It hasn't processed, but um, I did file. I filed like a week or two. How ago. much are you getting back? I don't know if I can say. It, it's that high. It is that high. I don't want really. I don't want to have to. Uh, I don't want to have to protect myself from. Uh, okay, we'll say it off off uh, off mic. Off yeah, podcast. I mean it's like it's like drops in the what's the expression? a drop in the bucket. It's like a drop in the bucket compared to all this podcast money we're getting. <laughs> I might retire, dude. Oh wow! So on a scale of uh, one to Lil Nas X to Russell Wilson, where does it? fall on a scale from haiti to notre dame oh. i'm getting like <laughs> on a scale from haiti to notre dame my tax return is more toward it's like it's like more towards the haiti side it's nowhere near the notre dame side it's negative then yeah because i'm let me tell <laughs> yeah, you i'm owed a lot of money trust me <laughs> yeah. uh all right Cool. Yeah. Well, um, do you watch Game of Thrones? No. All right. Well, that returned this week. I do don't you watch, watch Game it of Thrones. No. Okay. Uh, okay. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I tried to watch Game of Thrones, and it's just not interesting enough. If I would have started when the show started, I probably would be interested in it. Yeah. But it was. I tried to like recently go back and start from the beginning because I'd never seen it, mm-hmm. and it's not interesting enough at the beginning to make me want to watch like nine seasons worth of an hour-long yeah. episode show it's just not if i've realized like with there's just so many shows and so many movies mm-hmm. if you when when like the buzz about something comes up if you don't watch it right then or within a couple days that's it it's yep. gone bird box i have not seen nope and i will never see because no one's talking about it so there's nothing making you know me... why you know honestly the reason why i won't watch bird box is the name is too close to red box to me so I'm just like, uh, it can't be that good if they knew it would sound like Redbox and decided to go with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, for me, it's too close to the name uh, Birdman. Um, and I that, like that movie. Uh, what, you do? I like that movie. No, I haven't seen that one either. Oh. Uh, but I know that's all one shot and that just sounds exhausting. So, like, it, this also sounds exhausting. Yeah. No, Birdman's good. You should watch it. Uh, Michael Keaton's really good in it. It's good. The Keat Man. It's a big hat. It's funny. Um, the uh, this week marked the thirtieth anniversary of the Nintendo Game Boy. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have a Game Boy? I had a Game Boy Color. I was too young to have a regular Game Boy. Uh, see, I had a Game Boy Pocket, 
which was no, uh, no. a black and white one. Uh-huh. Uh, didn't have color, and it was ju- it was not the original one, so it was a little smaller. Um, same screen size, it was just more compact, and that is the only video game system I had growing up. Really? Yeah. Were you oh a, man, a big that explains video game? a lot. I was. I was. I was never like, oh, I'm a gamer, but mm-hmm. I, I, from a young age, I had a video game system. Because honestly, the reason my mom even bothered getting them is because she was a single parent, and it those video games and TV are really good babysitters when your kid is old enough. Yeah. Um, and that, to just be honest, so I always had a video game system in the house, especially when there when my brother came along, because we instantly had a way to inter- entertain ourselves for, in you know, a couple hours when my mom got off of work and she didn't want to have to deal with. <laughs> to to six you know six and 12 year old boys who had no you know too much free time on their hands so like i always had a video game console i started with um super nintendo that was the first one i had and then i had a super nintendo super nintendo for a long time like i never had so i had a super nintendo until i got a um a playstation one so that's like a good chunk of years that's like what was in between? Because in was between N64, there was like all the Sega systems. Sega. There was yeah. like all the Segas, like the Sega Genesis. I never got one of those. Um, Sega Dreamcast, all of those things. GameCube, Nintendo. Um, well, GameCube was after. That was after yeah, PlayStation, PlayStation. But um, but I would go to friends' house to play like all the other systems I didn't have. Yeah. But I had a Super Nintendo, so I'm really good at Super Mario World. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really good at Donkey Kong Country because those mm-hmm. were uh, those were like the. Um, like the two the big staples, like, yeah. staple. I was good at Mario Kart too, um, so I played those games. And like I had like Killer Instinct, like all those games, yeah. like those fighting games for uh, Nintendo. And then I finally got a PlayStation One, um, and I played the hell out of that. And then uh, I got PlayStation Two, and I was what'd you get after that? Let me guess. I was firmly a PlayStation guy. Uh, so when the first Xbox came out, I was not about it. I hated the controller. I felt like it was too big. I didn't like it. The graphics were not as good. Like, what is this controller? Dreamcast controller? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I always, uh, and after that, I hated where Nintendo went after that. Like, I hated yeah. 64. I didn't well, like they're, that they're controller. winning right now. was terrible. I hated the, the um, what was the other? The Wii was terrible. But, I did have a Wii because I bought it in college because I was like, I can do video games. And I bought it and I played it like twice. And I was yeah. like, what am I, what am I doing? So I had PlayStation life? 2. I, and then when the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 came out at this, like around the same time. And at that point, I switched to Xbox uh, 360. I don't know why. What do you have now? Now I have both. <laughs> As uh, an a 360 adult, or no, Xbox One? I have an Xbox One and a PlayStation 4. Dang. I have both. Well, because there are games... And I di- I only had Xbox... So since I switched to the Xbox 360, I only had... I was a strong, stout, devout Xbox person. And I still am. But the reason I have a PlayStation 4 is that there are certain games that are only on the PlayStation 4 that I really wanted to play. And yeah. I didn't want to have to like go to someone else's house to play it. So and I'm an adult and I can spend my money how I want now. So <laughs> I can do what I want, mom. I can spend all this podcast money how I want. So <laughs> I bought a PlayStation Four and I bought it for one game and one game alone, and that was the Spider-Man game that came out last year. Oh yeah. So I hadn't owned a PlayStation until last year, and I was like, you know what? I'm buying it, and it's the only game that I have for that PlayStation. I almost never play it now, and because every game that is available was it worth for- last year's tax return? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, nice. It was. Um, ask me what video game console I currently have. 
Uh, is this a trick question? No. Is it your iPhone? Uh, no. Uh, what uh, video game console do you currently have? Uh, the same Game Boy Pocket. Really? I still have it. It still works. I think you would, um, uh, as a as a married man who has to consider what to do with your time and money in terms of how it relates to your family now, mm-hmm. as opposed to me, I just kind of wall, wall out and do whatever I want. I go to Vegas and just go on a bender. Yeah. That's uh, most weekends for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's getting really tiring and exhausting, but I have an image to uphold. Um, you as a married man and as a father, you married man and a merry man. <laughs> yes. Uh, who's very fond of merrymaking. Um, I think you would really value having a video game console, to be honest, because it's a great way to spend free time. That isn't, um, it's a great way to escape and have some free time that doesn't cost you anything. Right. Um, uh, and, and it, and it's a way to escape without having to leave the house which I know sometimes you feel like your only option is to leave the house. Uh, it's a great way to do that. As uh, the one who is married and has a kid, mm-hmm. uh, speaking to someone uh, who is not. Who's not married but has several children. But, that you claim to. <laughs> uh, no, I just, feel, I just don't think I have time. I, I think you... I, think I don't have, I don't have, time, have time to watch anything. I'm not, we'll I haven't see, seen Bird Box. We'll see... Here, here's 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 what i'm gonna tell you because i'm a i'm someone who enjoys video games and loves watching things i find that they're very different appeals like watching a yeah. movie like dedicating two hours to watch a movie that you have no idea whether it's going to be good or not like bird box is a very different appeal than playing a video game that like you're you're really in control of how much fun you have and how much time you give to it it's a very it can be a very regimented like cool way to escape that doesn't feel like as big of a risk reward thing as a movie does because the movie's like if i hate this movie i've just now wasted two hours of my life whereas like a video game is is like you have fun with it as much fun as you want and then like when you're bored of it or like when you're like i've spent too much time doing this then you just turn it off (laughs) it it really is i I find because i don't i used to play video games a lot like in high school and stuff in college Uh but now i kind of play them less regularly but when every time I do play it now, I enjoy it because it's like, oh, I haven't played video games in a while. I'll, you know, it's kind of like if you had like a um, if you had like a house with like a basketball hoop outside, like you wouldn't play it every day. No. But like every once in a while, you'd grab the basketball, shoot a couple hoops. And you'd be like, oh, it's fun. Cool. Yeah. And and you've done something that like was free and was still rewarding. The thing for me, though, is like my son is like he wakes up at like seven, mm-hmm. goes to sleep at like seven mm-hmm. p.m. Um, I'm not going to play video games when I could be playing with him. You're saying that now. <laughs> no, like... How old is your son? He's two. Yeah. When he's six, tr- man... Yeah, it may, you, it might be different You're, you're then, fresh. Yeah. You're fresh it into it. Then. He's still very young and impressionable in terms of like... you. F- he, he's at a point where like he's not independent enough for you to be like, oh, he's fine. Like, I don't need to... Yes, yeah. I don't need to like... Be in yes, his face every yeah. So there is the it's the phase when that we're he's in. five years old and it doesn't really care about you anymore and is perfectly <laughs> fine. No, I'm serious. When he's yeah. perfectly fine and safe doing whatever he wants to do, you're gonna be like, hey, screw this, put on Tomb Raider or whatever. <laughs> Trust me, man. I have friends with kids who are a little bit older than your son, yeah. and like it's very, it's very different. Yeah. Well, for for where I'm at now, yeah, I yeah, get it. I get yeah. it. It's 
And then you get to the end of the day and, I'm, and then it's my, I finally have some time. Well, and then like me and my wife are like, oh, hi, you're here. Great. Good to see you. Because mm-hmm. where we're at now too, like we can't have conversations, especially. You and your wife or yeah. you and your son? No, me and my wife. Because uh, he will interrupt. And so we'll like try to have a serious conversation about something. And then he just interrupts and he, he. Well, you got to wait for him to go to bed. Thing. I know exactly. So he goes to bed, and we're like, "Okay, how are you? How was your day? What did what did you do today?" Uh, yeah, and and that's the the only time of the day that I'm like, "Okay, cool, I have some time to do something." Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I don't know. We'll then see. You wait for your wife to go to sleep, and then you go play video games. I'll say <laughs> the the one game that I recently saw, and I mean like yesterday, that I actually really want to play is called let me find it it's called everything have you heard of this video game what is okay it? so i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna get out there for a second uh it's a video game where you basically you can play i don't know if there's a r- objective but you just kind of like mess around with a whole bunch of different levels of things like you could be like kind of like the sims like you could be a person or you can zoom in all the way to like a molecular level and like mess around with stuff there or you can zoom all the way out to like a the universe level and like mess around with galaxies and stuff and the whole thing is narrated by alan watts which i'm super into so (laughs) the name alan watts it, it it is interesting to me because i know that there is an alan watts who's like a uh he's like a what is he what is he like a professor or something He's a, a Buddhist philosopher. Okay. But there's also an Alan Watts who's like a conspiracy theorist. Really? And has a podcast. And so the only <laughs> way... So this is this is going to be... a very different it's game. It's a very weird story. So uh, when I first started getting into podcasts, I was like, oh, I want to find a podcast on The Matrix, right? Because I love The yeah. Matrix movie franchise. So I remember, I remember searching The Matrix, right? This is one of the oldest downloaded podcasts on my phone. Um, it's I typed in the Matrix uh, in the podcast search, and then one of the shows with Matrix in the title was called Cutting Through the Matrix. I'm like, oh, this is probably a show about the Matrix. I'll check this out. I started playing one of the episodes, and it is like this guy named Alan Watts, who's like a he has a. So let me tell you, I he he is a conspiracy theorist, and he's one of these like you know shadow government and like. Um, oh yeah. They want you to, you know, the money is controlled by a, a, a secret cabal of like, Ooh. you know, in, in, inter, uh, inter international world inter, leaders, interdimensional that, child molesters. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and the fluoride is turning the frogs gay. Uh, cool. Thanks, Alex Jones. He's he's one of those guys, but like he's much more subtle about it than Alex Jones. He's not like a clearly a crazy man. Yeah. And I think honestly, the appeal of his show and the reason why I listen to it because. Is is like it's kind of like an ASMR thing, like because he he talks very close to the mic like this, and he has like the deepest. We know, we know, we know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, he has a super deep. Here, I think I'm just gonna play a little bit of it. Hold on, because I want you to hear this guy's voice. Uh, okay. Uh, he he has a really deep voice, and he has like a Scottish accent. And it's like, is he Scottish or is he American? I mean, he's, I think he lives in Canada. Oh, okay. But he has like this weird, crazy accent and it, it's just so soothing. So like long drives and stuff like that. I'll listen to it just to like, even though what he's saying, even, is though, what, even though what he's saying is nonsense. Hold on. Listen, listen. <laughs> Hold on. 
Alan Watt. Of April 2019. You know what? I get it. I'm so threatened. Surviving the storms of life because we certainly have lots of them, don't we? We certainly have and lots of if them. If you're aware of the basic things that are happening, you know what he sounds like? Society to do with change. Big he change. sounds like a male Mrs. Doubtfire. Big changes planned and authorized along. Listen, listen to what he's saying, though. And then. It's interesting to follow it and be prepared uh, mentally, if nothing else, for the various onslaughts to your sanity, which are going to happen, because we truly are living through vast, vast uh, planned and incredible changes, things that people would have laughed at 40, 50 years ago, even though we had many top players back then even, in the culture industry and the guiding of the we're playing a podcast on our podcast coming out with her books people who belong books. to the big think tanks and organizations uh, that plan the world types so like yeah he's definitely one of these like the the government is not it's bigger than the government he's crazy is and his name alan watt single it is alan watt yeah okay that's so funny crazy okay so, pluralize it and it's none of that so, but you can see why it's enticing to listen to especially when it's like really loud in your car because you just you just hear his voice and it's very soothing to your ears and so i'm listening to it but then you realize he, what he's talking about is insane yeah and, and the dichotomy of that is because he's very measured he doesn't raise his voice he's very very just kind of like oh, you know, and it's just like it kind of lulls you to sleep it's great uh for comparison's sake here's what alan watts sounds like uh here's this is the preview for the is he gonna sound like alan coming this video game trailer <laughs> There gradually arose into being the sensation of I. And you feel that you are I just as much as I feel that I am I. So, also British, but... It sounds like British Rod Serling. <laughs> Will you enter the Twilight Zone? Yeah. <laughs> um, that sounds cool. Uh, yeah. Um, and so it's called Everything. It's called Everything. What platform yeah. is it on? Like, what console? Um, I think PlayStation. At least the trailer that I'm looking at is PlayStation. See, I like that. I like games that like are weird like that. There's a game called, um, I think it's called Ancestors, or mm. Ancestry or something like that. Dot com? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a video game of the website Ancestry.com. No, I think it's called Ancestor or something like that, where basically you play through the entire process of human evolution. So you oh, that's cool. So you start as like a very primitive primate, and it's oh. all about your goals like it's an open world game and your your goals are all about survival and propagating your genes and um and at various points in the game time jumps forward and you evolve to a different form of primate until you get to humanity Hmm. and i don't know how far you get into the future of humanity but like the dawn of civilization or anything but it it looks really cool that's cool yeah I gotta check out that game. And then it just becomes The Sims. (laughs) Yeah, it evolves and just is The Sims. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And then it it becomes Call of Duty. (laughs) And then it becomes... And then everyone dies. Yeah, then everyone dies, and then it becomes Destiny. Uh, (laughs) That's like a far future space game. Oh. Um, But yeah. Um, Sweet. Well... You should get a video game console, and then we can play video games together. Well, I'll wait for, like, the PS7. I think that'll be the right one to get. By that time, video games will be, they'll be, like, in your head or something. Right, we're already on Oculus Rift. That's true. Oh, did you hear about this? Uh, Oculus Rift, they sent out a bunch of controllers, because Oculus Rift is owned by Facebook now. 
Um, oh, I don't like that. I know. They sent out a bunch of controllers, and they had printed in their prototypes as a joke on the inside of the controllers. It said, like, Big Brother is watching. <laughs> like, it was a joke because it's Facebook, and the engineers thought they were being funny, but they actually shipped like that. So a bunch of people got controllers that say, Big Brother is watching on them. Yeah, if if big if there is a big brother and big brother is watching, it's Facebook. <laughs> yeah, it's Facebook, and like, you shouldn't be afraid if there's a big sign that says big brother is watching because like, it doesn't seem very secretive or effective for them to put a big sign about it. <laughs> hey, we're watching you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um. Video games. Any shout outs you got? I got. I got a couple shout outs. Okay. Um. First, I got a shout out to Eric Schaus. Eric Schaus, Schaus Band on Instagram. I uh, ran into him. I uh, went to a wedding this week, uh, and he was there. Oh, he divorced his wife and got remarried? <laughs> it was a separate uh, separate party, oh. uh, and he happened to be there. So he did get divorced. He just didn't get remarried yet. <laughs> got it. <laughs> yes, that's. I'm glad you're. that's what you're uh, taking from this. Uh, and he came up to me, and I wasn't sure what he was going to say. He was like, hey... Because you owe him that money. Exactly. And he was like, hey, I, and I was like, here we go, have been binging your podcast, oh. and I've listened to like five episodes in a row, and it was really great. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to Eric Schaus. Cool. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Laurel Pittman. All right. Do you know Laurel Pittman? I don't know Laurel Neither Pittman. Neither do I. She's a random person on Instagram that commented on uh, our post. Our first real fan. Our first real fan. Uh, and she commented. Well, here's what happened. I saw we had a comment uh, on last week's episode. And she said, Bubbles, bring the white wine and more Tylenol PM with the laughing face. And I was like, who the hell is this person? And what do they want? Oh my gosh. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> you know what that's from? No. It's from Kindergarten Cop. Oh. With Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that was an Arnold impression is what yeah. that was. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Um, um, I, did, I thought it was like a fake comment because uh, we previously on the same post got a comment that said, I am Groot, palm tree emoji from the account Real Baby Groot. Uh, so I was like, great, this is a fake thing. But Stephanie Laurel, I don't know you and neither does Asan. Uh, but she follows us on Instagram and apparently listen to the episode because that is a quote from uh, the last episode. So shout out to Laurel. Yeah, shout out to Laurel. Um, you got any other shout outs since you did your shout outs early? I think so. I think so. I think I have a couple. Let me see. Um, somebody texted me this week and was like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Uh, so I want to shout. Well, them I get out. a lot of those. Yeah, I just see. I typically. Skip oh, through. shout out to my good friend, uh, my brother from another mother, Derek. Mm. Derek let me know that he watch watches he listens to the podcast he watches this podcast he, he just started listening to the podcast and said he slept on it and it's really great and he appreciates it and I appreciate him D-Rock so shout out to Derek D-Rec DJ D-Rec D-Rec oh really no he's not a DJ oh, D- <laughs> DJ D-W-R-E-C-K yeah although he does work at a really cool bar in San Diego so next time you're in San Diego you DJ D-Rec Deposit sick <laughs> Uh, Bring in, did he work at the bank with you? No. Oh, I know him. Great. We went to college together, and now he lives in San Diego and works at a really cool bar there, and you should go check it out. I think uh, nobody steal that name because I'm copywriting it. DJ D-Rec Deposit. That's a terrible... That's so it's good. Too, it's too long. No. That's what you need in a good, like, ridiculous DJ name. 
No. Shout out to Ryan, your brother, who listens to the podcast. Wow. Shout out to my brother? Yep. Tell you what, I'm going to shout out to your brother, whose name I don't remember. Wow. You really know me. Uh, shout out to um, our good buddy, Zach, who uh, is a very funny comedian. Which Zach? We, we know a lot of Zach. That's true. Zach Job. I think he's Zach Z, Job. Z Job on Instagram. Z Job. He's a very funny guy. Um, hopefully, to, hopefully we'll work with him soon. Very funny comedian. Um, look him, look him up. Uh, who else? Shout out to, um, Liz. Let's shout out to Liz. Uh, our good friend, Liz McCurvin at the, uh, mystery in the radio waves mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. just put out a short film. No. Oh. Um, I believe it's called a Hollywood drive or an, something like that. Okay. It's like, uh, she has a podcast where she takes radio plays and has, uh, improvisers come on and do an improvised version of like that radio play that you were recently on. I was on that a couple weeks ago, but she did. She took one of those radio play scripts and made it into a short film, and it stars uh, Yulia. Uh, I don't know her last name, but I think her her Instagram is at Yulia Daily on Instagram. Let me check this out. Let me. I don't want to. I don't want to leave them hanging. Yulia. Yulia. Yes, at Yulia Daily on uh on Instagram. D a l y d a i l y like daily updates. Oh, Yulia Daily on Instagram and uh at Mystery in the S- the Radio Waves podcast on Instagram. She has sh- and also stars Jacob Womack at mm. Womack Attack on Instagram. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool that she got that done, and I'm super proud and super happy for her. That's awesome. Uh, anybody else you got a shout out? Mm, quick question. Uh, what's your brother's name? Isaiah. Uh, shout out to Isaiah Williams. Uh, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Isaiah. Um, anybody else? Shout out to, um, shout out to, I don't know. I think that's it for me. All right. I'm going to shout out to, uh, Alan Watt. Yeah, shout out to Alan Watt for making the Cutting Through the Matrix podcast. <laughs> it, it gets me right to sleep. Um, yeah. Shout out to the uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson for faking us all out, making us think he was going to announce his run for presidency and like was just on the cover of Time Magazine. Like That's no big deal. Got a big announcement. Make sure and watch the CNN Town Hall later. <laughs> and it's just a commercial for Time Magazine. <laughs> uh, all right. Cool. Well, um... Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, oh, follow us on uh, on oh, yeah <laughs> uh, at Weekly Regular. Yeah, follow us at Weekly Regular. Man, we're terrible at self. Yeah, we are. Follow us at Weekly Regular on Instagram and Twitter and all that. You can follow me on the internet at uh, Asan the DJ A H S O H N the DJ uh, on Twitter and Instagram and all that. Where can they find you? At B Shaw B Shaw B Shaw. At B Shaw B Shaw. Everywhere where at usernames are used right on you can uh if you want to give me some money my snapchat or my snapchat my uh cash app is at us on the dj my venmo is at us on the um DJ. based on what you've hinted at with your tax return they should actually be sending me the money uh actually it's not at bisha 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 on those oh, man, i'm not gotta, gonna tell people what it is because then they're gonna start requesting money come on man you gotta you gotta start uh you gotta start centra- centralizing your branding. You I gotta know. Syner- my, brand, brand, brand my branding syner- show. Brand synergy. Branded synergy. Branded synergy. Yeah. All right. We will see you guys next week. See you next week. <laughs>